Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in Detroit, Michigan with my good friend Andy Hill of the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast. Andy's lived in Detroit since he was 10 years old and loves exploring the city with his wife and children. In this episode, Andy and I talk about the Detroit International Riverwalk, the Motel Museum, and the Detroit Auto Show. You'll hear about these three fun attractions, plus so much more. The show notes will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash Detroit. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Using airline miles and hotel points makes travel affordable, but keeping track of all those loyalty programs can be a challenge. That's why I use AwardWall to track my miles and points balances, reservations, and special goodies like free hotel night certificates and airline companion passes. Having everything in one easy-to-use dashboard helps ensure that I don't lose any rewards and makes logging into my accounts super easy. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash award wallet to start your free account. Hey Andy, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Lee. Glad to be here. You and I have a lot in common. We both used to work in corporate America and we both took the plunge and left corporate America and are now doing our own thing full time. And, and you're in the city of Detroit, correct? That's right. I'm, in, I'm outside in a little suburb called Bloomfield Hills, but we spend a lot of time in Detroit. So what's your connection to Detroit? Have you, did you grow up there? Did you move there? Yeah. You know, I've lived here probably since about 10 years old. Uh, my dad worked in automotive marketing, so he traveled around a lot for his job as I was a young guy. So we lived in multiple different cities and states, but I've pretty much had Detroit as my home since I was 10 years old. So it's got a lot of great memories here, and uh, yeah, I'm about, I'm in my late 30s now, so almost 30 years of my life have, uh, have been <laughs> here. <laughs> okay, so I mean, you traveled around a little bit you know, growing up, and then obviously you traveled a lot as an adult. What's one of the main things that keeps you there in Detroit now? Oh, honestly, it's family. If I had to be anywhere, it's just being close to my family, and we've got a lot of roots here now, and because we've been here for quite a while, we've found some great ways to enjoy Michigan. You know, Michigan itself is just a beautiful place with beautiful Great Lakes. The time that we have between May and November is just this golden time in the state where the weather is great, you can enjoy the outdoors, uh, you can enjoy parks, hiking, traveling around, boating, things like that. And it's like no other place in the country. It's beautiful. And I know a lot of people who want to escape the southern places of our country, southern uh, cities and southern states of our country to come up to get some of that crisp, warm air in the summertime. That being said, I would say December to April are not my favorite time to be (laughs) in Michigan uh, and Detroit uh, just because the weather turns. So we do our best to travel to all those other locations (laughs) during that time of year as well. Yeah, when we were looking at places to move, shoveling snow was high on my list of things I did not want to do. (laughs) You chose right, man. You're in Nashville, right? Yes, I am. Yeah, Nashville's grown so much and it's such a cool place to visit. So good good choice. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. If you had to describe the people of Detroit or the city in, in just a couple words, how would you do that? One word that pops to my mind right away is resilient. You know, we've we've been through a lot uh, in Detroit here. You know, there's been a, a downturn in the city for quite a while. And then over the past five to 10 years, there's been this renaissance in the city. And it's been so cool to see 
new restaurants, new bars, new hotels, new businesses moving to downtown because everybody felt this excitement of what was going on. All of the corporations left the the suburb locations of Southfield and, and Birmingham and Auburn Hills, and they started to move downtown because of this resurgence of youth and excitement that was going on in the city. And, you know, with coronavirus and COVID lately, it's been, um, you know, a little tougher on some small businesses, but everybody is still moving forward and offering delivery service and takeout and things like that to keep things moving forward. And hopefully we'll be back to normal in no time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, obviously, like you said, that Detroit has gone through some things and they've shown that like the inner strength, right? That strength is going to be able to, the thing that's going to help carry them through whatever we're going through right now. Absolutely. If people are planning to visit Detroit, they're going to fly into the main airport there, right? Yes. So uh, Detroit uh, uh, Metro Airport. So it's it's a bit far away, which is which is kind of a bummer from some of the major areas where people live. But all in all, it's the airport itself is very nice. I mean, if you if you were to think of like some of the na- nicer airports in America, you wouldn't maybe pick Detroit right away. But the Detroit airport <laughs> is beautiful. They have a Delta hub. Uh, which was previously Northwest before Delta purchased Northwest. So it was a very nice hub that Northwest had done. It's a major uh, turning point or a major stopping point for a lot of airlines. So if you're traveling internationally or you're coming in, it's a very nice airport and probably maybe 20, 30 minutes from the city. Uh, So it's not too far away, but it's not like one of those quick airports like Las Vegas where you're right in the city, you know, just uh, five, 10 minutes away. Oh, for sure. Both Nashville and Detroit have that that Delta connection. And so when I've looked at some booking some international trips, again, a lot of people think of New York and other cities like that uh, that are more on the coast. But Detroit is actually a good jumping off point if you want to do those international trips. And while you're there, you can actually spend a little time in Detroit before you, you do that international vacation. Absolutely. When people fly into the town, do they take public transportation? Do they rent a car, Uber? What's the best way to get from the airport to the city and to get around? Detroit has not adopted public transportation very well. And I would say that's probably due to our uh, automotive nature. You know, I, I've, I've seen in this in the past history, maybe it was 50, 60 years ago, some of those automotive executives literally said, hey, we don't we don't need public transportation. We're, we're the automotive capital of the world. We're motor, you know, motor city, which now today, 60 years later or whatever, sounds kind of ridiculous because that's <laughs> that's how people move around. That's how people get around. So for us, if you fly into the airport, it's best to take a rental car or or just take a Lyft or Uber. I'm a big fan of rideshare services like Lyft because it just makes it simple and it can get you wherever you want to go. So there's a lot of people doing Lyft and Uber here in the city. So if you're used to those formats, that's a great way to get into the city. Say if we're renting a car, what's the parking situation like in, in downtown? Is it difficult to park or is it expensive? It's not too expensive. There's a lot of open parking garages, open parking spaces. If you're staying at one of the hotels, there's always space for people to park. It's not a uh, overly expensive city to park in unless there's a big sporting event or something like that happening downtown. Then the prices fluctuate a little bit. So the further you're parking away from those sporting events, the cheaper it gets. So like, let's say there's a big game going on at uh, Little Caesars Arena with the wings. It might be 50 bucks, you know, to park over there. But every block you move away from it, it like drops like 10 bucks. So you're closer to your hotels. It might be closer to, you know, 10 or $20 to, to park your car, but you can always do it within your, your hotel as well. You kind of touched on it there a little bit with, with the Red Wings. Detroit has a, has a strong sports culture. 
Yeah, you know, it's it's changed a lot even over the past 5 years too. All sporting venues are now downtown. So that that wasn't the case before. We used to have Tiger Stadium out in Corktown and now it's Comerica Park right downtown. We used to have uh, where the Lions played at the Silverdome all the way in Auburn Hill, or I'm sorry, in in Pontiac. And now they are downtown at Ford Field. Little Caesars Arena now hosts both the Pistons and the uh, Red Wings. Uh, Pistons used to be in Auburn Hills and the Red Wings used to be, you know, just a little bit outside of downtown. But now all of them are right downtown. They are all within maybe four or five blocks of each other. So if you wanted to go see a ball game for the Tigers or for the Lions, and it's all just right down there for it to happen. And it's also really close to the music and entertainment area, too. So Fox Theater, which is a a really classic theater that's been around for quite a while, that's uh, host to some big names in music and entertainment, that's a great place to have some fun. And that's all right near each other, which is great for walking distance during that May to November time frame we talked about. <laughs> all right. So if if we were planning to come for a game or see some of the other attractions, should we plan on staying downtown or should we kind of stay just outside of downtown? And so it's a little bit easier to get around. Ten years ago, I would say maybe stay outside of downtown. But now I would say enjoy the beautiful new hotels that are downtown. They are gorgeous. And a book Cadillac is a great hotel. This is a, a building that was restored uh, and brought back to life. It's a Westin property. So if you're a you know a Starwood person, like it's a, it's a great way to stay in town at a really nice hotel and utilize your points. Uh, a new hotel that just popped up over the past year, I think, is called the Shinola Hotel. So it's part of the the Shinola Group. They developed a brand new hotel and attached right next to it as a as a new watch store. So if you wanted to get one of your Shinola watches there, it's it's a great place to be. Uh, that's a beautiful hotel. The Detroit Foundation Hotel is a revamped fire station. So they turned this old fire station into a hotel and it is super cool and modern. And it's all of these hotels that I'm mentioning are all downtown and they are ripe in the center of all of the bars and restaurants. And it's just a great place to be. So I would highly recommend you stay downtown and enjoy what Detroit has to offer. That Detroit Foundation Hotel sounds really cool because it's so awesome when they can take those historic buildings and just create something that has such character. You know, a lot of times you go to hotels it's just four plain walls, you know, and it's all cookie cutter. And you can't tell if you're in Kansas or LA or Miami when you're inside the hotel. But having a place like that where it has that character and that that local history just makes for a much better experience. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, and that's a big part of it, Lee, too. They, they've taken a lot of Detroit's rich history from when it was once called the Paris of, of the Midwest to bring that back to life. And I think that's a big part of why people keep returning and saying, wow, this is this is a great place to be. Obviously, you said that Detroit has a huge car culture. There's a lot to do and see there, right? Related to that history, there's like the Ford Museum, and there's a lot of other Ford-relevant uh, type of historical attractions you can see there, correct? Absolutely, yeah. And, 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 and in a normal time, there's always the uh, Detroit Auto Show or the North American International Auto Show, which is a big attraction. They just actually moved to the summertime so people can experience, you know, looking at the newest cars and even classic cars during the summertime outside in the downtown area. So this was the inaugural year for that. And unfortunately, coronavirus kind of messed that up. But I know that they're going to be back next summer and it'll be a great time to visit and uh, enjoy all of the, the vehicles on display. 
Uh, so obviously there's the car culture for that, but you and I, again, we're both family people. There's a lot of other things that seem like they're a lot of fun to do. One thing that I saw when I was doing my research is there's the Peppa Pig world of play, and my kids love Peppa Pig. Well, to be honest with Lee, I've never even heard of that. I've got to, I've got to check that out. Yeah, well, because I, I was looking, and because I, you know, I'm always a, a big fan of saving money and everything, right? Yeah. And I saw there's something called a D discount pass, where it's a free pass from the Visit Detroit people, where it can save you like 20 percent on a lot of different things across town. And I was looking through all the different uh, attractions that are included in that. And there's a lot of them. Some of them are like, again, we talked about like the Ford House and and some of those attractions. But there's the Peppa Pig world of play, and I'm like, oh my god. I like making you know, making fun of the you know with like the the, the 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 pig snorting sounds right, and my kids you know always give me like that rolled eyes whenever I do that. I know they would have a lot of fun there. Same thing with there's the Legoland Discovery Center and the Sea Life Michigan Aquarium. You know what the Peppa Pig one must be a new addition because we've done Legoland a bunch and we've done uh, Sea Life and those are great attractions and they they can kill a lot of great time with the kids. <laughs> so Peppa Pig looks like it's it's a part of that same group now and yeah that's a full day of action for sure. <laughs> yeah, the best thing about going to those type of places is that your kids are dog tired by the end of the day. And that way you and your wife can actually have a little alone time and just chill and relax, maybe have a glass of wine while they're knocked out. Absolutely. Yeah, we love Legoland. Uh, we've spent a lot of time there. It is a, you could spend at least a half a day there and the kids are, there's even like a tiny roller coaster inside. There's places for the kids to put together Legos and have little races for them. There's uh, movies that you can watch in there, like a full movie theater. It's a lot of fun. And yes, the kids are definitely tired by the end of that day. <laughs> now, one of the things also that I saw that, was, that seemed really cool was the Riverwalk area. I guess you can actually see all the way to Canada from there? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, uh, having lived here for a while, I forget how cool that is. Over by uh, where General Motors headquarters uh, is, the Renaissance Center, there's a nice river walk that's been restored over the past five years as well that goes for a really long distance. So you can walk along the Detroit River and especially on a beautiful day, it's not that far at all to look right onto Windsor, Ontario. So you're looking at another country, just you know, just a stone's throw away. Well, maybe maybe a really far throw of a stone, but it's right <laughs> right right in your distance there, and you can see it uh, just right across there. A cool thing that that happens here is that they do uh, a marathon in the fall, so you can literally be in two different countries during the marathon run, which is a lot of fun because you get to start in Detroit, run through Windsor, Ontario, and then come back and finish in Detroit. Yes, it's called the Detroit Marathon, but it's very cool because you can actually be in two countries during the race, which is a lot of fun. I wonder if you have to stop and get your passport stamped as you go back and forth. Well, they do it beforehand um, <laughs> so that you are security check. And one thing that I'll tell you that I did wrong is I ran it a couple of years ago. And what they do is they make sure they, that you've checked in via your race number, right? So I'm, I'm running through the tunnel on my way back, and it was so hot. So this is an underground tunnel that goes under the Detroit River to go to Windsor. And it was so hot on there because there were so many people and it was a hot day. I ended up taking my shirt off because I was just sweating so much. As I started to make my way to the U.S. 
side, I did not have a number on. And that was like a big no-no for security. So these two security officers with gigantic guns, I don't know what they are, (laughs) AK-47s or whatever, they're like, show us your number, show us your number. I'm like, oh my God, I'm like on mile 16, I'm like about to pass out and I'm like putting my shirt back on and showing it to them. I'm like, okay, I didn't die then. That's right. I might die on the the finish line, but I didn't die right here. So that's kind of a funny story to share. (laughs) I think it's one of those things that, I mean, I understand, you know, protecting borders and things like that, but I mean, you have to be pretty ambitious if you're going to join a marathon to be able to try to cross the border. Absolutely. Especially, <laughs> yes, especially in the last 10 years, for sure. Yeah. Things, <laughs> things locked down a little bit more after nine 11. We used to be able to go over there when I was um, a teenager, you know, you could have alcohol when you're 19 in Windsor. So we would go over there before we were 21, have a little bit of fun and come back and forth. And they didn't even bat an eyelash. It was just like, ah, go ahead. Yep. Yeah, go back and forth. And then after nine 11, it, it sort of locked down. It was kind of crazy. It was, it was a big blow to actually the Windsor economy because people spent so much time from Detroit over to Windsor that it ended up being because of the security restrictions ended up being a big blow to their economy because people didn't go there as much anymore. Oh, sure. I mean, anytime you put that little speed bump in the way, people are like water, right? They just flow to whatever's easiest. Exactly. It became easier. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Before we get going, I want to make sure we spend a few minutes talking about some of the food that's there available in Detroit. I'm a big pizza guy. And obviously, everybody's heard of Chicago pizza and everybody knows New York and, and the Italian style. But I think people don't really know much about the Detroit style of pizza. Yeah, yeah, it's a little secret. Yeah, and and you know, there's some I've heard that there are some people who've left Detroit and then moved to places like Colorado or wherever, and they're bringing the Detroit style pizza. It's, it's cool, and it's cool to see out there. It's it's a it's sort of a brick oven style, so they do it in this pan, and so you almost have crust along all of the sides. It's a little bit bigger, almost like Chicago, but it's not as thick as Chicago style pizza. So yes, highly recommend getting Detroit style pizza for those pizza kind of sewers out. There. There. I'm already imagining it in my head right now. Yeah, Buddy's Pizza is one of the original folks that that uh, you know brought that to life, and they have the original Buddy's location in the uh, northern part of Detroit, and it's a great place to visit to have some fun with family and and experience the original way to make Detroit pizza. Okay, so when people are, are planning, maybe not everybody loves pizza as much as I do, and they can't eat it you know, three meals a day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the other things to do uh, while they're in Detroit to kind of satisfy that palate? Yeah, you know, there's uh, tons of great restaurants, tons of great bars. One of my favorite restaurants there is uh, Selden Standard. It's a really cool place in Midtown, Detroit. Midtown is near the college campus of Wayne State University. So that is one of the major universities in Detroit. And there's lots of youth there. There's lots of great restaurants, lots of great bars. But Selden Standard is a, one of my uh, favorite restaurants there. It's a great place to go with friends or if you have business colleagues that you're in town with and you want to show them a great, relaxing, fun place to be that has a little bit of upscale nature to it, but not uh, pretentious. It's a great place to go and really enjoy yourself. Right. And what type of food do they serve there? You know, it's uh, American style. You know, that really means nothing nowadays, <laughs> but it's it's American fare. You know, it's things that aren't too complicated and they just present it in a really fun way. And they can also do it uh, in a way where you can share with your your friends. And they also do these really fun craft cocktails there that make it a, uh, you know, a fun experience as well. What about breakfast? Where should we go for like a really good breakfast before we're, we're heading out today? Maybe we're going to go to the theme parks or something like that. Well, we love the Hudson Cafe. It's on Woodward. It is uh, right in the heart of the city, right downtown. 
besides the great location, they have just really great food. So you can get some really nice pancakes that are loaded. You can get some nice eggs. And it's a great place that is really in the heart of the city, but can also, you know, once you once you've gotten filled up with your breakfast, you're ready for that long walk then downtown to uh, to really enjoy things around there. So yeah, the Hudson Cafe is a great place. A couple last questions. I was looking on the Visit Detroit website and I saw something called a Coney Island. What is that? So so it's funny to hear you say it like that, which is great. This is essentially just like a a diner, you know, a, a, an old school diner that you go to and you get things like hamburgers and hot dogs. But the the famous thing that they talk about is the Coney Island hot dog. So this is essentially a bloated hot dog with chili and onions and mustard and all this all the fixins that you would have but essentially when you go to a coney island it's one of those diners that you can get you know just regular american food at a really inexpensive price and it's quick service and you're in and out but yeah if you go you got to try the coney hot dog yeah definitely gonna have to do that all right and then last thing if we want to have something where we're going to satisfy our sweet tooth maybe after dinner uh, or just like a nice afternoon treat where would we go for that Yeah, a place that I visited recently that I like a lot is called the Detroit Water Ice Factory. So this is a place where you can get, you know, frozen treats, pretzels, popcorn, things like that. But the reason I like it a lot is that all of the proceeds go to an organization called Say Detroit. It is an organization that was started by a really famous author here, Mitch Albom, and uh, he started this to help people. Uh, in Detroit, who are homeless, uh, that uh, need a place to be and need a place to live. And that's a big part of their mission. You know, uh, back in 2005, we were able to host the Super Bowl here, which is awesome. And so one thing that they, the city did was they planned a really big party for the the folks in our, in our community that were homeless off-site, you know, so they could have a really great day. But then the next day, they just bust them back to where they were. And so what Mitch Album wanted to do was say, what can we do to make it super all year? So say Detroit, super all year to allow our folks in, in Detroit that don't have a place to live to have a place to live. So I'm really a big fan of that organization. Not only are the, the treats great, but the mission is even better. I mean, that's really awesome that he's doing something that, that's really helping the community that way. And for, for those of us that are either visiting or locals like you, it's a great way to help those locals that maybe just aren't as uh, doing as well as the rest of us. Absolutely. Okay. Now it's time for the final countdown. So if somebody only had time for one meal in Detroit, where should they go and what should they eat? Oh, I don't know. You know, I think it would be a, a battle between going to Buddy's Pizza, like we talked about for that pizza, and then the Selden Standard uh, in Midtown, because I think that, I mean, it's obviously two sides of the coin. You get the, you know, the, the delicious pizza in a relaxing environment, and then Selden Standard, which is also a relaxing environment, but a little bit more upscale with some fun food for your group. So I would I would battle between those two. Okay, so say if we go to Selden Standard, where will we eat there? Oh, man, if you were going to go top shelf, the grilled ribeye is fantastic. It's got a great chimichurri, little avocado on it. It's fantastic. It's something that if I'm going to go with clients or I'm going to go for some fun and maybe spend a little bit more, it's something that's definitely worth it. Every so often, you got to live a little, right? That's right. (laughs) So obviously, you've lived in the Detroit area for the majority of your life. What's one of your most memorable stories from being there? I would say, you know, since I'm, I'm I'm a family guy, I'm all about family. My my family and I have been going to Detroit Lions games for way too long than I should probably admit. But they moved to Ford Field uh, in the mid 2000s, I think around 2003, 2005, and I just have a lot of great memories of going to those games, win or lose, uh, with my family and just experiencing 
the the city because it's a lot of fun. There's it's a it's a time when there's so many people down there having a lot of fun, playing music, enjoying themselves, and then traveling and staying in the city that night to go to restaurants and enjoy things. It's it's sort of a, a, a you know an opportunity for people to come down and enjoy for the game and then stay for the evening and have a little bit more fun. So that's been my favorite memory is just uh, spending times going to the Lions games at Ford Field. Were you there during like the Barry Sanders years? Yeah, you know, we had one. So that was our first year that we got season tickets. It was 1999 and they were still at the Silver Dome in Pontiac. So we got one season of Barry and we got one playoff year. And then we were able to get back in the playoffs, I think maybe five or six years ago. And then it's just been downhill since then. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know, but at least you got to see Barry play. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. He was my favorite, man. Oh, yeah. That guy was wonderful. So, okay. well, speaking of happy times, uh, where's the happiest happy hour in Detroit? You know, a great restaurant that uh, my wife and I like to go to is called Roast. Um, It is in, actually, the book Cadillac, that hotel, that great hotel we were talking about. But they have a great happy hour and a really fun wraparound bar where a lot of people are having fun. So check out Roast. It's a great place. Definitely have to try that out. Okay. One of the things I always do whenever I travel is try out the local pizza. Uh, Should we go to Buddy's or should we try someplace else? So I do love the Detroit style at Buddy's, but I also just like the environment at the Jolly Pumpkin, which is in Midtown near the Wayne State area. So Jolly Pumpkin's just a really relaxed, cool environment where you can get some great beers and then also enjoy a really great pizza. So I would highly recommend Jolly Pumpkin. Nice. I think I'll have to try out both. Yes, please do. (laughs) There we go. We can compare and contrast the the two different types. (laughs) And invite me when you come. Absolutely. We'll buy you a beer and then buy you a slice. There we go. I like it. Okay, so you and I, we know each other through a personal finance conference called FinCon. We both travel a lot to attend those conferences. What's one of your best travel tips? Well, if you're coming to Detroit, I would highly recommend you stay in the city and come in the summertime because that is the best time to visit Detroit, best time to visit Michigan because you get the beautiful vistas of looking over the Detroit River and looking into Canada, enjoying time on the water, and also just enjoying time downtown. So I would highly recommend you visit the city in the summer and stay downtown and just enjoy that major area uh, near Campus Marshes, which is that center area where they've got restaurants, bars right in the business district. So if you're going to come to Detroit, do it in the summer and stay in the city. Absolutely. And we'll, we'll definitely take you up on that. Uh, hopefully one of these days when uh, the kids are out of school, I'll come up there for the summer and hang out for a few days. That'd be great, man. Obviously, you and I know each other from FinCon, and I listen to your show a lot because it's talking about marriage, kids, and money, right? Can you tell the audience a little bit about who you are, what you do, and if somebody had more questions about Detroit or about your site, where should they reach you? Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate you having me on, Lee. It's it's an honor to talk to you about Detroit and have a little bit of fun. So my name is Andy Hill. I've got a podcast called Marriage, Kids, and Money. Since you're listening to this podcast, you can just type in Marriage, Kids, and Money in your favorite podcast player and check it out. It's focused on helping young families build wealth and happiness. So I interview millionaire entrepreneurs, financially independent couples, debt-free parents, ask them how they did that and then break it down for the audience because I'm on a personal journey myself to build wealth and happiness for my family and all of the listeners that are 
chiming in or tuning in are trying to do the same. So I have a lot of fun with that mission because, uh, yeah, I want to help my family get to the next level. So yeah, you can check out that uh, podcast, Marriage, Kids, and Money on any podcast player. And then if you want to connect with me, the best place to do that is at marriagekidsandmoney.com. And if you have any questions about Detroit or building your young family wealth, let me know. That sounds great. Well, Andy, again, I really appreciate you coming on to the show and we look forward to seeing you when we travel there. Excellent. Thank you so much, Lee. I appreciate it. Big thanks to Andy for coming out to the show and sharing his tips for Detroit. Show him some love by listening to his Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast. It's available on all the major podcast networks. Send me a tweet at We Travel There to share your favorite thing about Detroit. All the links we talked about today can be found at wetravelthere.com forward slash Detroit. We want to say thank you to Award Wall for being today's affiliate partner. It's my favorite way to track my airline miles, hotel points, and other loyalty programs. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash award wallet to start your free account today. Join us next time as we visit Guatemala City, Guatemala, to speak with my good friend Cesar Tanchez of cesartanchez.com. In this episode, Cesar and I talk about the Mayan ruins of Paten, exploring the volcano surrounding Lake Atitlan, and riding the famous chicken bus. We hope you join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, Please share with your friends and tell them what you'd like most. Make sure you subscribe that we don't miss any of our upcoming destinations.